0: Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Cane Radio's Shipshot. Teddy Slimman with you here. Let's talk some golf over the next hour. Hope you had a nice sugarcane festival. Wow, the weather was perfect. Sure, it was a little hot, but with the humidity down, it was very, very tolerable. And uh, all the activity downtown here was pretty awesome. Before we move along too far, let's thank our sponsors for certain. We appreciate their support of Kane Radio and Chip Shots. Let's start out with Clico, our newest sponsor, Central Louisiana Electric Company. We appreciate their sponsorship of all that they do here at Kane Radio. They not only sponsor Chip Shots, of course, they sponsor all the other talk shows as well. also want to thank Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette, and that would be Mr. Lee Tatford. He is the CEO of Coke, and uh, even though their office isn't here in New Iberia anymore, they certainly supply us with ample Coke for our parish. We thank Coca-Cola Bottling Company, and particularly Mr. Lee Tatford for sponsoring chip shots and high school football as well. And our other title sponsor is GolfBalls.com, located in Lafayette. At Arnold Boulevard, right there in the shopping center. Go in and check them out. You can get anything you want in the realm of golf there. They have the largest stocked and well-stocked golf shop in in our area. And then you can try out their clubs, their new demonstrators, and hit into their hitting bay. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Here comes the ambulance. Let it pass. Also, want to thank Eagle Ridge, Cane Rose, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, Atchafalaya, and all our area golf courses. Of course, without them, we'd have no local golf news, right? So uh, we appreciate their support. Starting out with Atchafalaya, they continue to have their twilight scrambles, even though they're about to come to an end with daylight savings time, and the day's getting shorter and shorter as we move along. We're now into fall, right? So uh, the day's going to get shorter as we uh, progress towards uh, the winter solstice. So uh, while you can, take advantage of the uh, Twilight Scramble every Thursday at a Atchafalaya. Two-person teams, 5.30 shotgun start as of right now. Uh, like Sugar Oaks, they might go to a 4.30 shotgun start from now to, until uh, to they move the time back an hour. It's only 40 bucks if you're not a member, uh, $30 if you are a pass holder member. You get uh, your cart, your green fee, your range, your prize money, and food as well. What a great way to spend an afternoon after work. Take off a little early and go and hook up with a friend and enjoy a round of golf at a Chaffalaya. Then down in Franklin at Bellevue, their dogfight, always popular, their monthly event. Their last one went to Butch Bajaro, he won the event. Tied for second was Bobby McDonnell and Brandon Burdett. And then they last weekend they had <coughs> excuse me, their Saint Mary's Cup which is like the Ryder Cup, President's Cup, Solheim Cup. All those cups are happening right now as we just got through the President's Cup. And Boxcar and I will talk about that at length in the next segment. But uh, St. Mary's Cup features uh, two of nine-hole golf courses, St. Mary's and uh, Bellevue, playing in uh, Ryder Cup-style matches on Saturday and Sunday. And after a two-year dominance, Bellevue had to give up the crown or the cup. Because they were defeated by St. Mary's, both in the senior division and the championship division. The, senior, the championship division lost 12.5 to 11.5 in the senior division, 14 to 10. Brandon Burdett, the uh, owner, owner's son, won all three of his matches and was one of the highlights for uh, Franklin's Bellevue side. The old-timer dad, was he won two and a half points, so he did well as well. In the senior division, Doug Robichaux and Dale Rogers won two of their three matches. And it was a fun weekend for those guys, I'm sure. Also at Bellevue on Saturday, October the 1st, it's coming Saturday, Franklin American Legion two-man scramble, $50 per man will be held. And it's to support local veterans. So if you want to help, get out there and play in that golf tournament. And the latest program was played at Eagle Ridge. Kadiana Pro-Am run by Doug Biard. 101 players teed it up. The winning team was Ty Burdett, the owner of uh, Bellevue, owner and operator. And he'll get his chance next month to host the tournament as it's going to be played at Bellevue on, on Tuesday, October 11th, and Thursday, October 13th. Either of those days, you can pick to play. Looks like the weather's getting into a nice stretch, so we don't have to worry too much about that. But back to the results. Ty teamed up with Barry Baratiglia, Robert Burton, and Jimmy Daniels. They were plus 10 and won $120. And, of course, that $120 is redeemable at the most well-stocked golf shop in Louisiana. And that's golfballs.com. Second place went to Jacques Poirier, Keith Hodges, Mike Barrez, and Neil Swallow. Winning $88, they were plus 8. Coming in with third, Jason Abair, Zane Kidd, Will Broussard, and Keith Romero. $55 they won at plus seven. On the individual side, the low amateurs, Dean Dashe, plus five, was a low A player. Low B player, Ty Burdett himself, plus six. Low C player, Keith Hodges, plus seven. And low D player, Tim Rosemond, plus six. And they won 30 bucks. And like I said, the next one's going to be next month. At Bellevue, coming up soon. Then down at Kane Row, their twilight rates remain the same. While they can, I'm sure uh, they're gonna have to push up the time. Probably gonna have to be one o'clock. But after two o'clock, for now, Tuesday and Thursday, you can tee it up over there for thirty bucks if you're not a member. Their senior rate, thirty-eight forty-six, same dates, and they have a special, special, super special Wednesday rate after twelve p.m. thirty bucks. Good price for uh, for a non-member, but I encourage you to be a member because you get a whole bunch of discounts. And if you play a little bit of golf, it's well worth it. 20% off of their soft goods, and they have a well-stocked golf shop as well. Not as well as golfballs.com, but they're pretty well-stocked. I'm telling you, they have a lot of nice soft goods there that you can choose from. Incidentally, if you're a Raging Cajun fan and the difficult loss they had this past week against Monroe, but nonetheless, we support the Cajuns. If you know a friend or a family member or anyone, even yourself, they are licensed for their Raging Cajun logoed merchandise, and they have a bunch of it there, and you can choose from. So go check it out. Getting back to the membership, 10% off of all hard goods. It's only $142 to be a member there. And here's the, another ambulance. Somebody must have gotten a big wreck. Here's the big thing for me anyway. You can book your tea time well in advance. I played some golf there this weekend, and after about 13 holes, it was a five-hour round. And I said, we, we've had another. A couple of us went in. So, you know, booking your tea time, getting the prime tea times is pretty important, especially when the weather's nice because rows in good shape. And people are flocking there to play. So you get that advantage if you're a member. They also charge your handicap from the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And finally, if you're a member, uh, they waive your dues for the Men's Golf Association. President Raymond Bernard is the uh, CEO and president of that, so you don't have to pay dues. And their next event, which had been postponed from the summer, from the late August date, which was uh, getting so much rain in August. The club championship is now going to be played Saturday and Sunday, October 29th and 30th. The deadline is going to be Wednesday, October 26th, to register for that event. Other events coming up at Kane Row, outside tournaments basically. October 1st and 2nd is the Scott Golf Association. Then October 8th and 9th, the Branch Golf Association. And finally, October 15th, Catholic High School's Big Red Tournament, which is an annual tournament raising funds for the Catholic High School Panthers football team. It's always a popular event, well-attended. Teams uh, traditionally play year after year, and they have a whole kind of other side events, uh, like auctions and silent auctions and things as such. And congratulations to Cane Row member Chris Viator, with 10 birdies the other day, he shot a 62, which we think is a course record, or at least a new course record for members anyway. Eli Artigo, a UL golfer, I think had a 61 there some time back. And Chris was joking. He said, uh, well, I think 62, that's a good score, but I can eat that many slices of pizza in one outing. And I kind of believe him. He's a rotund guy. At Sugar Oaks, they have specials as well. Their golf course is getting better and better. It's in nice shape. I played nine holes out there with my grandson, who uh, in a couple of weeks, twin grandsons, will turn 12. And uh, we enjoyed the the afternoon. So, nine or 18 holes is only $22 on Mondays and Tuesdays for their specials. And their all-day special, $31. Play as many holes as you want on Wednesdays. Nice price there. And like I said, their Wednesday Twilight Scramble is going to move up one hour beginning this week coming. So 4.30 will be the shotgun start deadline will be prior to that. Then here's results from their tournaments. Their most latest Wednesday Twilight Scramble, the winners were Olin Granger and Johnny Bork at minus two. And their Sunday, September 25th shootout, blind draw for partners. Eric Lachelet and Olin Granger won the front, back, and 18 with 23 points on the front, 23 on the back. That's a combined uh, blind draw total. The Skins were won by Roger Pisani with two. Robert Burton won, and Paul Olivier won. Of course, they give out cash for that, which is always nice. Then that team, shamble. Friday the 16th was won by Tam Rosemont, Orson Dago, and Lance Westpaul. They were even and plus five. Sugar Oaks had a tournament recently there, the New Iberia Senior High Baseball Tournament, which raises funds for their baseball program over there at Nish. And the winning team, they don't give you the players' names, they just give you the team name. Some of these are kind of funny, but this one, the team that won is not too funny. It's simple. It's the McElhenney Company, Tabasco. Minus 12, their, their their team shot. Tied for second, the team named Dimpled Balls. Tied with walk-ups, not walk-ons, walk-ups. They were minus 10. Kind of cute names there. Wish I knew who was on those teams so I can rag them. And thanks to Mr. Boyd Booty for... The captain and CEO and president of the Gator Golf Club for getting me these results. Their latest outing was at Oak Wing in Alexandria. And in the first flight, the team of Greg Dubois and Boyd Booty himself, the president. Both of those guys were plus seven and one. Second flight winner was Kevin Booty. I think that's Boyd's nephew. So all the Booties did well. He was plus seven as well the next tournament's at one of my favorite municipal golf courses in south Louisiana, and that's Beaver Creek. That's going to be this coming Saturday, October the 1st, at 9 o'clock. Thanks, Boyd, for getting me all this information. Appreciate your effort. Doug Beard is the CEO and director of the Catiana Pro-Am Association, and his daughter, Morgan, is following in his footsteps with her love for golf And she's been awarded for it. The the Ladies Professional Golf Association has hired her on the team for the tournament operations for the Solheim Cup. The Solheim Cup is the ladies' counterpart to the Ryder Cup, which the men have. And by the way, the Ryder Cup is going to be played next year in Rome, Italy. Looking forward to that because the President's Cup was a huge success this past weekend. But Morgan's going to be on the team to run the Solheim Cup. And because of that she has moved to Gainesville, Virginia. And uh, she'll start. She started working already. But uh, the tournament's not to 2024. But 2023 tournament next year. Is going to be in Andalusia, Spain. Where the uh, internationals are the Europeans host. And she'll have make a trip over there. To uh, see how the operation goes. Stacy Lewis is the captain for the uh, ladies, an Arkansas graduate. She's the youngest ever at age 36. An indication is that she might be playing on that team. So congratulations to Morgan Beard. I hope you have a good time right up close and personal running a, a major, major golf tournament. Then the Lafayette Men's Golf Association, Mr. Lawson Ruley is the president there. Get me this information. We appreciate his efforts for doing that for me. So they play on the second Tuesday and the fourth Tuesday of the month. And their second Tuesday is an out-of-town course. Uh, and their July road trip was uh, won by, well, it was played at Bayou Bend in Crawley. And it was won by first and second was a tie at plus eight. The team of Terry, Clement, and Mitch Gaspar tied Melvin Patin and Kenny Granger. Third place went to Glenn Bertrand and Eric Rosen. Fourth place, Lawson Ruley and Glenn Swear, And then the August road trip was played at the Islands in Plaquemine, another nice golf course in our area. First place, Kenny Granger Sr. and Glenn B. Rowe were plus two. Second place, Jay Frederick and Eric Rosen, plus one. And then third place, Greg Gotro and Joe Esquil, minus one. Fourth place, Rick Hederich and Sid Thibodeau, minus one. The next scheduled road tournament is going to be uh, at Mallet Cove, which is recently renovated, from what I understand, and made into a very nice golf course. That's in the Lake Charles area. All right, let's see. UL, the Raging Cajuns, currently are playing in a golf tournament north of uh, Birmingham. It's called the Graham McDowell Invitational. It sponsored by the University of Alabama, Birmingham. That's where Graham McDowell... Went to school, and uh, it's a Robert Trent Drones trail course called Silver Lakes, north of Birmingham. And last I checked, the Cajuns were leading. Hallelujah, they've had two poor tournaments thus far this fall. But they had a 10-shot lead after about 27 holes at plus three. And leading the team was freshman from Austria, Milan Potgiger. And uh, followed by Charlie Flynn, Jake Marla, two veterans, along with Eli Artigo and Matt Weber. It's a 12-team field, so we hope and pray the Cajuns continue to play well. The tournament wraps up tomorrow morning with 18 holes, and then they'll drive home. And this week coming up, the Cajuns will be busy as well because they had their big fundraising golf tournament on Friday, September 30th at Voshane's Golf Course, 11 o'clock registration 12 noon shotgun start, it's $150, and it's called the Bill Bass Open. Coach Coach Bill Bass was uh, a golf coach for the Raging Cajuns for a long, long, long time. And uh, the tournament's presented by the Raging Cajun Athletic Foundation as well as the Vermilion Lynx Club. Uh, if you want to participate in that event, it's a four-team scramble. you got uh, lots of food and beverage on the course and lots of other things uh, nice ditty bag for sure so uh if you're interested in that you can get a, a flyer most of the golf courses around here have them as i know i deliver them so uh check it out and support the raging cajuns golf team and homecomings this weekend as well and so that's why they always do it the friday before but this is going to be a special one for the cajuns golf team and the golf program because they're going to induct Mike Heinen into the UL Hall of Fame. Uh, Mike Heinen, a professional golfer, won the 1994 Shell Houston Open, played golf for the Cajuns. In fact, I was his golf coach while he was there with the Cajuns in the mid-'80s. Uh, so that's going to be this Friday, right after the Bill Bass golf tournament. They're going to have a ceremony at the baseball park there on the campus of uh, Raging Cages. I'm looking forward to that. Continuing with college golf, LSU and the SEC, they're having their fall match play tournament. It's uh, being played at Old Overton Golf Course in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. Uh, the Tigers tied for eighth, and they take eight teams and go into match play after the medal play qualifying They tied with Ole Miss and that's the latest news I have on that. I'm going to have to check it out after this program and see if they won the playoff between Ole Miss to make the top eight and get into the single elimination match play portion of the tournament. Good luck to the Tigers there. Gulf States PGA, which I'm a former member. Greg Sonia, I've been talking about him for quite a while, former UL player. In fact, he played golf on the Raging Cajun's team with my son Theodore, who is now the UL golf coach. But he won the 2022 Gulf States PGA Section Championship, the biggest tournament in our section. And it was held at Bayou Desirid Golf Course in Monroe. Shot scores of 72-69, 141, three under par. Uh, And tied at even par, tied for second, was Bobby Flanagan and Joseph Hanko from Baton Rouge and Elm Lake Golf Course. So with this win, it most assuredly assures Greg of being player of the year as he was leading going into the tournament by a handsome uh, amount of points. And also the win gets an exemption to the Sanderson Forms Golf Tournament held up uh, just north of uh, Jackson in Madison, Mississippi. It's going to be played this week, but his exemption qualifies him for next year's tournament. So... uh, Congratulations to Greg Sonier, assistant pro at Lake Charles Country Club, where me and my grandson will be uh, visiting with him this coming uh, Friday as the uh, Louisiana Golf Association has their final tournament for the juniors there at Lake Charles Country Club. And it's fitting, it's called the Tournament Players' Championship for juniors at the Lake Charles Country Club on the 8th and 9th. And uh, we'll see Greg then and re-give him our... Congratulations, as I sent him a text message as well. Last weekend, for Drew, playing in the uh, River Cup, it's a conjunction uh, between the Louisiana and Mississippi Golf Associations. They both run this River Cup. It's Ryder Cup-style matches for the juniors. And uh, Louisiana lost by one point, 19.5 to 20.5 to uh, the Mississippi Junior Players, and it was played at Cleveland Country Club in Cleveland, Mississippi. First time I'd ever been there, north of uh, Greenville, Mississippi. But Drew was undefeated in his matches. Football match with uh, with his partner David Marsh, they beat uh, Jack Morris and Luke Desante two and one, and then the Forsums alternate match in the afternoon. He teamed up with Marsh again and beat those same two guys, two and one, in the uh, alternates match. And then on the Sunday singles matches, Drew was uh, unbelievable. He had eight birdies. Uh, and of course, he, he always, he's famous for having some big numbers as he had a, like a, a triple bogey if, if he'd have played out the hole. On one hole, he did out of bounds and in the water as well. But nonetheless, Drew beat Tucker to deserve he beat him one up the kid from mississippi is a freshman so he's a little bit younger than drew beat him one up drew had eight birdies in the round and uh his putt uh on the last hole beat the kid from mississippi let's see next year louisiana hosts uh the event not sure where it's going to be and so that was a double duty for uh, for theodore we, we all jumped in his van me and anita and mary and theodore and the three kids and uh Theodore made it a recruiting trip as well. So uh, that's pretty nice when, you, when your son gets to, uh, teed up in a junior tournament you're recruiting. With that, we'll, uh, we'll take our first break, and then uh, be talking about the President's Cup after these short messages. Stay tuned.
1: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tea time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola and the kick ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose he's probably going to pour it here and he does the glass is full can he go all the way he did it oh wow and just listen to that fizz that might have been the most refreshing thing that i've ever seen coca-cola taste the feeling Kane Radio is your home for high school football. Join us Friday night, Eunice at Catholic High. Our coverage beginning at 6.30, brought to you in part by the Quarter Tavern, Armentar Jewelers, Freeman's Furniture, McDonald's, Pelican Driving School, State Representative Blake Miguez, Coca-Cola, Iberia Medical Center, Home Furniture, the UPS Store, and Danos. Once again, join us Friday night, 7 o'clock to kick, 6.30 our pregame. Eunice at Catholic High on Kane 107.5.
2: The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com.
1: Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5.
0: And welcome back to Chip Shots. My compadre is in the chair now. He's in the house, as they say. Welcome aboard, Boxcar.
3: Hey, Ted, how you doing? I'm
0: doing great. Good. What what a wonderful weekend uh, for the Sugarcane Festival, as I was telling the folks out there. It was hot, no no question about it. But uh, with the humidity down, it was a great weekend for the sugarcane festival, as well as the golfers. And uh, well, of course, I gave all the local stuff. So we'll get right jump right into the Presidents Cup.
3: Yeah, and especially when you you know we we endured what we did um, for the majority of of August and, and well into September with the rain. You know, it was uh, look. You know, it might be a little warmer than we'd like it to be. Uh, especially I was thinking what by those kids and the children's parade because. Uh, I can remember when my kids were marching in that, and sometimes it was so hot, you know. And it's such a long parade, mm-hmm. but hey, you know, you take you take that over the alternative. Now, hopefully, we can get a little cool weather before the gumbo cook-off. That's um, you know. Yeah,
0: that's in a couple of weeks, certainly. We're, yeah. We're, We're going to get some cool weather, I think, this week. I know, man.
3: Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you after the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll play a little golf this week. We'll see. Maybe Thursday I I I think I can clear my schedule. Sounds great. I just have Uh, to. I
0: think Sid's in, and I'm going to try to convince Jim to get in as well. Well, the 14th President's Cup was played uh, this past weekend. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it, but uh, it was exciting. Nonetheless, as the Americans are going into the matches, Uh, Looked like a a sure shot, and it didn't turn out that way. Uh, The uh, international team put up a nice fight, and the tournament was played, or the matches were played, at Quail Hollow Golf Course uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Five rounds of matches, seventeen and a half to twelve and a half. The Americans ended up winning. And uh, highlights for the for the Americans were um, Jordan Spieth. That's the first time a player goes to win all five points as he beat Cam Smith in the singles four and three. And then Xander Shoffley, he made the final winning putt to push the Americans to victory. And then on the international side, Tom Kim was a star for the international team. He young with a lot of grit, and they showed some highlights of him, how he was really into it. The inter- internationals had eight rookies, so... Uh, he was into it, but boy, he uh, he, made, he made Justin Thomas mad. <laughs> a little bit, kind of pissed him <laughs> off, but he's, Tom, Thomas went on to say... I lost, so I can't be too mad, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, and that's now box score. I, I got a question: How can Jordan Spieth win five matches? What what five matches were played? I, I can't. I thought they played eight, you know.
3: Yeah, no, they played they played four four balls and and foursomes, uh, for two you know for two mor- days. Yeah, two days. Morning mm-hmm. and afternoon. Yeah. For
0: two da- wow, mm-hmm. I didn't really realize that.
3: Yeah, they did. Whew. And then singles. A lot of golf. <laughs> Yeah and I mean he's he's one of the few to play you know all the matches but he yeah uh he definitely you know him and JT I mean paired well together and so you know I, I guess it was
0: – they were 4-0 oh, you're right
3: yeah i mean um
0: Justin lost on uh yeah. on Sunday but
3: no they they and, and and uh you know kudos uh um to uh god I'm, I'm drawing a blank now on who the captain was for the u.s
0: oh, oh davis love davis the third. love the
3: third yeah um for for you know uh, sending them out first you know every every time mm-hmm. and and, uh, and 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 trying to get that point on the board and and uh they 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 did not um did not fail to deliver you know for sure um I, I guess the most surprising thing, uh, just kind of I, – I watched it, you know, sporadically the first yeah, couple of days. Right. I, I didn't see any of it yesterday. Well, I did. I saw a little bit of it, but after I was trying to draw my sorrows in the Saints loss. But um, but um, I, I'm not quite sure I've ever seen so many bad shots <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with elite players, you know, that I saw. I mean, I saw a, a dead Cole Shank and, you know, with, with Scotty Scheffler, I mean, in the woods – um and and chunk shots. Uh, Justin Thomas <laughs> hit a big old. He hit three inches behind the ball, and and uh, you know just uh it was just surprising to see some of that. You know, of course, you, you, they were spectacular, but the big difference to me w- from what I watched the first couple of days was the Americans really just putted way way better than the internationals. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were making a lot of uh, a lot of puts. Man, Sam Burns made one of the longest eagles i've ever seen i mean it was uh probably 78 feet i think it was wow and um and and he had a pretty good um um you know some good matches as well he didn't necessarily have a great he played well let's put it that away that you know he
0: did, Yeah, so i'm not sure what his Scotty record Sheffler was was a, was a flunker, flunker for terrible the, man yeah
3: for, i for mean the for the world's number one you, it, boy he. He must have been celebrating since he won that uh, whatever the trophy is for that uh, player of the year because yeah. uh, he, he did not play well. But, um, but look, you know, I, I got to give kudos to the internationals for trying because, man, when you're that, that big of a underdog and, and it, it showed, I mean, you know, they, they had a couple of highlights and a couple of good players, but for the most part they were just – Way overmatched, but no they never gave up. You know, never. I mean, they uh, they hung in there. I, and, and I think
0: uh, you know, like if they would have had a spread, and they probably did, they, they beat the spread. You know, yeah. I mean, they were down eleven to seven going into the individual matches on on right. Sunday, and and they just hung in there because like it wasn't decided till close to the end. I think with two matches well, left it was, on the it course or something.
3: Like at some point, it was ten to four, and I was like, "Well, this is going." You know, I was literally thinking. Heck, it, it might be over with by two o'clock Sunday afternoon, and then when I saw eleven seven, I'm like, oh, you know, this this could get interesting because you just need a, a few flags on the, you know, you know how that works with yeah. with pressure and and you you playing for the team and all that, but um, but you know the Americans uh, did did play well and, uh, um, you know I, I you know th- this is going to be a crazy, concept, but I was trying to think because they, I kept seeing a lot of posts about well. What could be done to make this fairer, you know, so, so to speak? Because th- let's face it, the internationals won. They
0: won, won, won once.
3: Once. And and boy. In, in fourteen Audi. Believe me, Greg Norman took the opportunity to make sure that he. Posted he was on the winning team, you know.
0: With Trevor Immelman.
3: <laughs> yeah, Trevor Immelman, you yeah, know. That yeah, was
0: way back in 1998. Yeah, and
3: he supposedly sent this congratulatory, uh, not congratulatory, but good luck message to Trevor Immelman, who responded by LOL. Last you know edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, but I was thinking about this, and, and call me crazy, but, but you know what would be fair and would end up being, and, and it will never happen, but I'm just going to throw this out there. You want to make this this interesting Have six American players male, six American (laughs) female players, Mm -hmm. six international male, six international female. Because the females are dominating the LPGA Tour. Exactly. So you'd have a balance there. You could play, you know, one day of just the men against the men, women against women. The second day you could play mixed foursomes uh, and, and, and mixed best ball and then individual the last day. Man,
0: no question, because, that be you it. know, that, 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 that's a, a great idea, I think. And, and it would not only involve the women, but it all, all the President's Cup doing is copying the Ryder Cup right. and, and excluding the Europeans. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's uh, in, the, in the, you know, 12 to one. And I think they tied once over the years and, and lost in yeah. one month. so it's it's totally ridiculous as far as. But you're right. Um, the ladies bring a different oh, uh, perspective to it with with uh, n- you know they're good players. Yeah. Versus I mean, America's females who aren't as strong as as the right. Asians.
3: I just I, I just that just hit me Friday. I was like, man, you know that would that would even the competitive balance big time. You know, and
0: it would and, it give a, a different view for golf totally. You know, I yeah. Mean? And and uh, we're craving something like that, you know. The uh, the LIV has stirred up a yeah, lot of sure. a lot of this, uh, you know, looking into different situations and different tournaments, how, how you can upgrade them, and that to me is an awesome idea, which maybe they'll gravitate towards and and. Uh, uh, and I have it, it's it's fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you know, it's fun to see the, the enthusiasm and the fans like it. But this would bring a whole different dimension. Oh yeah, to
3: and, and I mean, you know, like I said, you 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 know, do the first day with you know men against men do the second day mixed and then the third day what you do the third day you send a, you send you know male female male female you know stagger it you know for the singles matches you know right. and i think man i was like i've never seen anybody propose that and and it's just so you know again uh, i don't know if i ought to patent patented before i you know call the commissioner
0: i, I, I hate to blow your bubble but i saw a little bit of article on it well uh, The audience. Uh, Well, they weren't saying in in replacing the president, but to add a different venue.
3: Oh, no, I would replace replace
0: it, it too, because it's so lopsided. Yeah, and it's it's still... they, they need to do something with these female golfers, because they've got as much game... As, oh, yeah. as the men, and, and it's just a shame that they're not in the spotlight as much. And this, what you're saying there, could be a big avenue to, to and, increase that.
3: And you don't have to change the countries or anything, because look, there's very few f- good female golfers from from Europe. To be honest with you, you know, it's right. it's uh it's really the Koreans, you know, mm-hmm. that are dominating, and uh, a couple. You no, know, you know, I, I you was
0: know. talking with someone recently on it when 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 the. When the Stuff came out about uh, Louisiana Open, and, and we losing it here in Acadiana. We're saying, man, I'd love to see a ladies' event come to our area where I can go. You know, I know there's one in Mississippi, right, on the Gulf Coast? Uh, uh, yeah, LPGA well, event.
3: there's, there's one uh, at one of the Robert Trent Jones courses that we played. Uh, that they play there every year. Yeah, in Alabama. At the link, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not sure but about Mississippi. I mean, Mississippi. I
0: wish here in Acadiana yeah. that, well, didn't Jim Reed go play with something, some ladies or see some? Uh, he, no, he I know he, he, went, he to went to the seniors, to sen- yeah. the champions.
3: But. I don't think he went to a ladies okay. event. Um, but
0: we need one. I mean, I'd yeah, love to go watch Yeah, I, I play. just,
3: I don't think, uh, I mean, again, the LPGA, to, to their credit, they, they, I think they've outgrown markets like this. Now, you could, you know, again, like when the Wetlands hosted for, I think, three years, the <laughs> Pelican Classic. Which was the I think it's yeah, I like was that. a Symmetric Tour. I'm not sure what our Duramed Tour, and I think it's it's Epson Tour now, which is the, the developmental tour for the ladies. But I don't think you would draw enough fans, you know, to support that. Of course not. Um, the men did But uh, I mean? yeah, but and I don't think Acadiana's big, you know, big enough. I mean, if you can't support the, you know, I don't think they could support a full blown LPGA event because they, they their purses are actually higher. An LPGA event, total purse, is going to be more than a corn ferry tour event. You oh, know? Yeah. So, uh, And the seniors out of the question, too. I mean, that yeah, the only thing that Louisiana Open can do is just go back to the days when, like, you know, you, you want it. Uh, you know, make it a true state event. Um, and, heck, you might have guys from all over the country coming to, to you know, pay the entry fee and play in the – in there for and and then make a pro am in a, in conjunction with that mm-hmm. with some celebrities involved local celebrities you know um, and try to raise money that way but uh, otherwise I, I just, uh, unfortunately it looks like it's doa there you know
0: no question
3: and as as bad as it is for us and it is horrible because of the the uh, tenure we had but man you. Y- I really feel bad for Lake Charles in a way, because I mean, they, you know, when you just get it up and running and, you know, I'm sure they did a great job. I mean, uh, there. And after one year, man, you get the plug pulled on you. That's, that's pretty brutal. You know, (laughs) I mean, uh, it's hard because like, you know, that's an area they could definitely still use some of that economic impact, you know, with, from the hurricanes and trying to rebuild, but Hey, look, it happens. I mean, at one time, um, um, we had the event, the, back in the nike ben ben hogan days you had an event in Shreveport, i think it was mm-hmm. uh uh as well as down here you know and, so. and in
0: baton rouge as well i may, i played in the one in baton, Oh really when it was ben hogan tour, oh, you know okay. i played country club of louisiana i think two years running and then you know it it, it fizzled out so mm. and, and baton rouge is a pretty big market you know right now well, yeah especially Bat- after the hurricane katrina you know yeah as lafayette's in, you know built up as well since then but uh Mm. I, I'm sure they'll come up with something, you know. That that's uh, it's just it's unfortunate, like you said, that Lake Charles got hit in the face with it as well. Yeah.
3: Know? Well, I, I, you know, I heard Danny Jones on a couple of radio shows mm-hmm. in the area. It the, the thing about it is, and like he was saying, <coughs> I mean, obviously, it's not going to be ever be w- what it was. You know that I mean, it's no. not going to look anything like that. No. The 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 thing that they're trying to figure out what to do now, though is if you let it slide a year or two, it's never coming back. Mm-hmm. It, no, no, yeah, I'm talking about the, you know, just whatever, the fun rate. You know you know how that goes. I mean, a tournament, we've had so many tournaments around here that were very, very popular, and then for some reason or another, you know, it, it, it they fall off the schedule or, you know, it doesn't happen one year. And then – yeah, it just it just goes by the wayside, and it's like, yeah, remember when we?
0: Yeah, those we, are little tournaments. The little I mean? tournaments, yeah. right?
3: You know, but so if if they don't have one next year, um, uh, you know, the likelihood of them being able to kind of reestablish this momentum, get the sponsors on board, and everything else is, you know, probably not very likely. So
0: you know, you know what I was thinking that they could do is, is, uh, and, and you and know, I talked about this is have. Like an exhibition match, you know that would would help. Oh yeah, like, no no you know, doubt. Ted Scott could, I'm sure, could just convince Scotty Scheffler sometime during the winter to come give him give us a day, you know, it, and, it, along with Jordan Spieth and. Look, you know.
3: it, it just it just goes back to the roots of when Triomphe opened. Like I said, you know, you have that mm-hmm. exhibition match. If, we, if they could at that time, I don't know what it cost to get Fred Couples, Jan Stevenson, and those people out there, but my gosh, you know that that. They had so many people out there, Teddy. You, you know, it was un- unbelievable. You know, yeah, sure they did. And um,
0: I, I feel certain, Ted Scott could get those guys to donate a day to this. You know, and mm-hmm. you get somebody like Sam Burns. You know, Sam Burns would do it. He would team up with David Thompson. maybe have a, a Louisiana-Texas thing. Who knows? Oh, I, something. I think, you know.
3: I, I, I think there's no doubt that, that you could get enough LSU UL players and then their friends. You know, and just call it. You know, the the you know. So uh, sure. Whatever, whoever in friends tournament you know, and I mean, like I t- said earlier, Brad Faxon does this every year in Rhode Island, and, and, and if, if a little, he does. I mean, Lafayette I think has more people than the whole state of Rhode Island, <laughs> you know. So. And uh, so, if, if he, you know, and granted, he's a you know pr- pretty big <laughs> name, but I mean, if he can get um, uh, his people, that you can't tell me that Craig Perks doesn't still have ties to Acadiana and still have enough connections in the golf industry to mm-hmm. get friends, you know, especially from Australia, some of his, you know, uh, not, or New Zealand, some of his international friends down here, mm-hmm. you know, and add a little flavor to it. If, if yeah, if you could get enough to where you'd have, and, and you, you know, you could combine it with with golf and 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 uh, Jake DeLome. you know, so some of the local football celebrities, mm-hmm. basketball celebrities, and and where you'd have, you know, one celebrity in every. Amateur team and whatever, then you could you could do a little fun little tournament within you know have a pro am before and then do a little a little shootout you know and just do a different type of format. It wouldn't be a true tournament, but you could do something. No, just something um, fun to raise kind of fun money to raise money, you know and and uh, well, you yeah. know. But hopefully, they, I mean... They, they I have, hope
0: Danny Jones kicks it around well, or, they get does pay, something. Yeah,
3: they get paid to come up with those ideas. Yeah. We, we don't, so, you know...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. No,
3: the last I checked, This is you know, free. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. All
0: right, we done with the President's Cup?
3: I guess so. I mean, again, you know, I mean, I, I didn't look at every individual match result yesterday, um, but... Um, so
0: let's see, the only ones that lost was Justin Thomas, Scotty Shuffler... Uh, Cameron Young, uh, Billy Harshall and Kevin Kisner. That's all the all, all the rest of the Americans won. And of course, Jordan Spieth had the biggest win, four and three, mm-hmm. over Cam Davis. And Sam Burns tied his his match with Hideki. You know, another another guy tied. So it was yeah. it was pretty dominant by the Americans. But like you said, what what I saw was putting. You know. They, they were spot on with putting, man. The, the Americans were. Oh,
3: well, they made so many. Tw- and I guess the greens are really good, too. They look like they were. But they made so many 12- to 14-footers. It was incredible the uh, first couple of days. And, and and some of those were to save par. I mean, they like I said, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I saw some horrific shots. And I don't know what hole it is. I'm, I'm trying to remember because I know they rerouted the golf course yeah. to make it, you know, more interesting because the last few holes – generally or not um
0: i think 15 was the normal 18
3: but whatever the hole is that has that water to the left Mm. my god i I couldn't believe the number of guys that kept hitting it in the water you know (laughs) and and they would do it like right after in 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 uh alternate shot man if your opponent drives it left in the water what what are you gonna do I, i i'm gonna take a a, a, a three metal i 'm going to take a hybrid as far as these guys hit it i 'm going to do something to make sure I i saw it time after time where the American or the international would drive it in, in the water left on that it 's a little narrow uh, hole um, and then next thing you know the other got balls in the water too, and then when you take that drop it 's on a really severe downslope, so the ball's like six inches below their their feet and and um you know then they're they're having to hit the anyway it was just incredible that I, I i didn't think some of the strategy involved was all that great but um I, you know it 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 is what it is and, yeah. and uh again tom timing you know you know not, not the best time of the year to try to oh no have no, this, no you know.
0: <laughs> but but unfortunately that's when all these cups are going to be and it's, it's yeah. going to be that way you know but yeah, it, competing with football and all, it's its difficult. Like you said, we're always watching the Saints as well, you know. And, oh, God. And, yeah, uh, you know, it was just uh, no, flipping I, back and forth.
3: Yeah, I, I watched probably 30, 30 uh-huh. minutes total the last day, and I, I watched a lot more the first couple of days, but uh, but not um, not anything that I would think that this time of the year is going to move, move the needle uh, much at all. Now, we'll say this in person. They had a lot of people at like Quill Hollow. That's man. what I was saying. The, the, the crowds people were, are interested. Yeah. The, the crowds they are were fantastic. No you know, um, and. They had great weather too, you know. So yeah. that was uh, that was good. So
0: so the PGA Tour starts up again this week. You know, this is the last year for the wraparound Thank season. Goodness, <laughs> no! You keep saying that. Well, I tell you, and, I just uh, can't
3: get rid of that fast. enough.
0: Sanderson Farms, right there in Madison, Mississippi, is going to pl- be played this week. Despite you know they're having a serious um, water crisis up oh, in Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. Big time. But they're going ahead with the tournament because uh, Madison is not really in Jackson. It's eight ten miles north of Jackson but uh, Sam Burns, our own LSU Tiger is the defending champion. So we wish him good luck for sure.
3: Yeah, no. It's it's a <clears throat> it's a sad situation up there and 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 um you know, hopefully they can raise some some money with this tournament that can maybe help with uh, some Ooh, of that they uh, need
0: serious money though. Yeah, they no. They need federal I, government money to fix this cuz it's antiquated yeah, and it's uh it just needs to be totally redone from what I understand.
3: Well, I mean, so when you see those some of those videos of that water that's coming Ooh. out of those pipes, I mean, that's just incredible. I mean,
0: some of that water is not even you can't even bathe it's in. Like it. it's, not water. it's like yeah, a it's sludge. It's like a sludge, you know. Right. It
3: looks like oil, really, you know.
0: Then on on the PGA Champions Tour, uh Steve Flesh got a uh uh Poop. what do, what he calls a dream. <laughs> that's
3: a blast <laughs> from for, the past.
0: For, yes, left-hander. Yep. Everybody wants to win a tournament or play Pebble Beach, right? So for a pro, it's to win a tournament there, and he did that. Uh, Steve Flesh won the uh, Pure Insurance Championship, which raises funds for the PGA First Tee, and uh, he birdied the 18th hole at Pebble Beach to beat out Ernie L., Steve Alker, and Paul Stankowski. That's a name from the past I'll as talk well. talk about yeah. Big story about him right here locally, right?
3: Yeah, he was the only one to ever win the uh, Louisiana Open and then go, win the P, a PGA event the next week. Atlanta. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then went to the Masters three, three weeks in. You know, within a three week span, really uh-huh. two weeks, he went from a nobody to playing at Augusta National in the Masters. That's.
3: And Stephen Alker is <laughs> one of those guys that I uh, also watched. Saw him at uh, at Le Triomphe. He almost almost won one year. He was in a playoff, but. Um, that's a guy that's made you know the senior tour has been good to him because he he wasn 't much of a player on the on the p g a tour or the or or the corn whatever it wasn't corn Ferry back then, but mm-hmm. I think it was nationwide yeah um but he, uh man he's that that fifty age market it's just so incredible how some of the guys flourish that you know were kind of journeymen on the p g a tour and other guys who you would think would just dominate they, they don't really do much Isn't at that something,
0: all. Yeah. It's, 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 there's no rhyme or reason to it either. No, it's like, yeah, all you
3: know. I can see is it they, they lose interest, you know, and the comp, the competitive juices aren't there, you know, when they tee it up at these events, uh, cause other, I don't understand otherwise.
0: Yep. All right. Then the French open was played on the, um, DP European tour at La Golf National. Uh, the winner was Guido, and I'm pronouncing that right, G-U-I-D-O. No, M- uh, Yeah, Guido. Guido, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an Italian, 25 years old.
3: He's a Guido, you know, <laughs> like a chef <a>, Paradilla. <laughs> He's a Guido.
0: <laughs> he was 13 shots back, box score, after 36 holes. Wow. Yeah. The guy, Ramus Haggard, finished second. But uh, McGillio, you know, whatever you pronounce it, shot at 62, minus 16, he birdied the difficult 18th hole. It was the only birdie in the round uh, on that hole for Sunday's round. And uh, that's a difficult hole for sure. But Thomas Peters, the other guy, uh, had a peculiar ruling that went backwards, if you will. Uh, the the officials gave him a poor ruling. He he was about to hit a long putt, and a, a kid coughed, and he tried to stop. And uh, oh the putter had hit the ball nonetheless. But the ruling in golf is that uh, a stroke, you know, a stroke in golf is the downward movement of the club with the with the intent of fairly hitting at, hitting at and striking the ball. So he tried to stop the putt and it went mm. it just went about a few feet, you know. And so they they allowed him to uh to place it back without a penalty. Yeah. But, uh, it was a pr- pretty big deal there going back and forth with several officials and stuff.
3: And uh I think we kind of now the reason that the Tiger wasn't uh, at the President's Cup. Yeah. Uh, there, there was, uh, you know, a lot of reports that maybe he wasn't physically able, but, <laughs> of course, they all ride in carts anyway. But he actually caddied for his uh, 13-year-old son, Charlie Woods, uh, playing in a junior golf tournament. Um, and young Charlie shot a career-low 68, uh, finished uh, second place. And um, the only, you know, I guess uh, down. Part of this is that according to people that were at the event um, that, you know, Tiger didn't look right. He was in a court all day he, mm-hmm. uh, despite caddying and um, didn't look completely healthy. And, of course, we, we saw the videos uh, kind of leaked when he was, um, uh, you know, doing the PGA Tour meetings um, uh, with the players about the the live and all that. Um, and he's he's limping really bad right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you know, how – I, I don't know how he actually teed it up um, uh, this year at all. Um, and Because he's
0: Tiger Woods. You know, yeah. He's got that intestinal fortitude to, do, I, I to just, overcome things. I just
3: don't know going forward if he's going to be able to do it any, 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 will, anymore yeah. at all. Two know. other
0: storylines, though, coming from that is, he, he, little, little Charlie f- t- finished tied for fourth. It was a qualifier for the Notable Gay Tournament, which mm-hmm. is the national tournament that's going to be played right here in Louisiana. Right. <laughs> which At Cushada, right? Well, yeah, Cushada Resort. So we gone. Man, if Tiger Woods would have been there, can you imagine well, the, the buzz that had been going around he, Louisiana? Yeah, but if he, he qualified, right? No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. No, he tied for fourth. And the other storyline is a kid that qualified, Misha Golod from Ukraine. He and his mama oh, escaped pretty cool. the country. He shot 144, uh, okay. which I pre- I'm presuming is even poor. Little Woods shot 148, tied for fourth. But oh, uh, he and his mama fled, and they they made him an honorary spectator or observer, as they say, at the TPC in in March over in Jacksonville. So yeah, you got to be happy for this kid. Because
3: you know, I saw you know. the picture of Notabugay next to Charlie Woods, and I saw the 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 banner, you know, and it said Cushotta, <laughs> uh <laughs> no. and and a Wilson, you know, logo, and I'm like. No way they played this at Kachota, you know. <laughs> then I'm thinking, okay, well, they. And I saw it was in Florida. I said, okay, there or there's, is, was there more than one Kachota reservation, you know? So I had no idea that it was a qualifier for that that event, but. So all we have to do is get the first three kids out of there, um, right? I <laughs> Somehow, mean, yeah. well, I
0: don't want to get that Ukrainian kid out. Uh, you no, know, that's, I'm that's pretty cool, so but happy for but that'd
3: be the first time Tiger Woods <laughs> might maybe ever set foot in Louisiana. You know, well, the second time. The first time was in New Orleans when he he got upset and never came back. Never again. came back. Yeah, uh, and I, I know he wouldn't. He definitely wouldn't go in New Orleans now with the the mess they got over yeah. there, but. Um, yeah, I mean, his little, his little kid, you know, looks like he inherited some of those. Boy, it's, it's so hard. And it to, looks
0: like he's got the, the drive. Too. Yeah, That's important yeah. Thing. I
3: know, because, you know, all of Nicholas's kids had some game, but none of them none had, had the drive, the drive right? you know. and, and uh, But, man, he, you know, he's a little trash talker, too, just like yeah. his old man. Just like the old man. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, well, thanks for tuning in. we got the Cavalier Coaches Show coming up with Coach Scott Watney, along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry. So if you want some more sports, Stay tuned for that right after the news.
1: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length wide fairways and not too difficult approach shots sugar oaks golf course is a semi-private course that's open to the public our guest rates are very attractive and our monthly dues are accommodating give us a call for your tea time that's sugar oaks golf course in new iberia phone 337-364-7611 364-7611
2: if you're turned off by high energy bills Code thinks you're better off
3: Turning off lights when you leave a room helps reduce your energy usage, which helps reduce your energy bills.
2: Hey, your dad was right when he said turn out the light. So hop on Pop's advice and start saving with the flip of a switch.
3: Just remember that when you leave the room, turn off the lights, and you'll see how turning off pays off.
2: Visit clecocom slash wattmatters. That's W-A-T-T matters. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com.
1: We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. You're listening to K-A-N-E-1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash.